Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea Show. Today we are discussing what is going on in Florida. Those folks got gators eating people down there. We can't have that. Also, places never to travel on vacation. And Andrea and I talk about the reality that nothing that is awesome is ever easy. It's going to be a great show. Thank you for joining us. Well, hello, everybody. We hope you guys are having an awesome September. We're excited today to be with you guys. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I like the cooler temperatures. Uh, the fall is actually my favorite time of year. Then would be spring. Yeah. Then winter, then summer. That's my, the way it works for me. So yeah. I love the fall. I tend to like the summer a little bit better than I do the winter. You like the fall, and you probably like the spring second best? Yeah, fall is my favorite. Oh, fall I, more I do than like the fall. summer? Yeah, more than the summer um, because I feel like you can go outside and it's good. It just doesn't last very long. Yeah. But I'd rather have um, summer than I would rather have spring. And then winter is my least favorite. Yeah. But yeah. I just get cold a lot. Yep. So. so anyways, yeah, I like it when the leaves start to turn. I yeah. don't know. There's just something about the fall. I love it. And yeah. so... Uh, guys, we're going to talk today a little bit about some places you really shouldn't go. Yeah, who and knew? Who knew? Because one of those places is kind of an all-time favorite here in America, and that's Florida. This is but true. I don't know what's happening to Florida. What's going on with you guys down there? It's scary. It is scary. I mean, I think you've got, I like your governor. Uh, it seems like uh, a favorable state to live as far as the rights of the people, except for you guys have... Wait, except for I love the beaches and it is so sunny there and warm all the time that yeah, but I do love for the just Okay, so let's get started with this. Four miles south of Clearwater, Florida, which is a beach area. Not far. Just like a few days ago, this is a sad story, but just a few days yeah. ago, a 14-foot alligator was walking down the street with a human in its mouth. Yep. Yeah, what's That's going scary. on with that? Why do you guys have 14-foot alligators there hanging out in public areas in Florida? I don't know, but that's scary. I remember when we were younger, um, I don't know, maybe like almost 18, 20 years ago, we went to Florida and there were just like these baby alligators. They were maybe four feet, we saw a few places. Yeah. And that was I think scary. They, I think that they but were like, cute then, and so they just kept them as pets. Okay. And didn't get rid of them, but now they're huge. Yep. There should be a rule on like at some point when they get so big, I mean, I don't know how, believe it or not, I'm not an alligator specialist. You're not? I'm not, no. Okay. And so um, I just have some theories, though, that it probably takes a while for an alligator to get to 14 feet long. I would agree. And so at how this thing was never seen, I don't understand it. I just know that all of a sudden I'm not real sure about walking the beach at Florida anymore. Or letting your kids play outside. Or, or yeah, or letting your kids play, you know, or your dogs. Mm -hmm. Your cats, cats, I can understand letting them run around. No, Michaela, I'm sorry. So, but, you know, 
eventually even a little snack of a cat is not going to be enough for these gators and the horror story that we're seeing now where these monsters are just like across the street in public areas florida you got to do something about this yeah we need to you get rid do of those gators this. yeah yeah so not only gators recently in florida you all caught like a it was almost 20 feet i think it was a 19 foot long burmese python and the guys that catch these things i think they're crazy man they're they out are hunting crazy. at night with like a little light on their you know their hat and pulling these snakes out of the grass they're like coiling up around their body trying to so know, for, for those out. of you that watch the the video podcast i'm going to play real quick uh, this snake, this record python being caught. It's like a 30 second clip, but take a look at this. Oh! These amateur python hunters caught a professional sized snake. You got tape on you? I know you carry tape. The Southwest Florida Conservancy confirms this Burmese python is the largest ever caught in the state of Florida. What would you do if you came up on that thing? I would probably pass out. This one measured 19 feet long. Honestly, it would just eat me. Did you see that thing strike at that guy? Yes. <laughs> 125 pounds. Like, that is a human. Like, that is crazy. Yeah, that thing could eat people, no doubt about it. It totally could eat people. Yes. So, um, well, you know, I actually don't do snakes. <laughs> uh, not little tiny ones, not big ones, not any kind of snakes. Andrea so hates snakes. I actually think I would probably just straight pass out. Like, You'd have it'd to, be you, all over. Babe, that, you can't. If you ever come across a python totally like that. It would totally eat me, and then it would can't. spare the rest of y'all. It would eat you. It would <laughs> eat you. You've got to fight that thing off. Yeah. And did you see how he did it? You got to go with the back of its head so you can control oh, the head. Okay, yeah. That way just when it grab the back your... of its head. Yes. Maybe I could find like a class in Wichita or something that was like, you know, snake fighting techniques. Yes. Like what happens if you come upon a 125 Well, apparently if we ever python, go to Florida, we like, need to have these skills. Yeah. I wonder if you could just use like a stun gun or something, you know, like would that work? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. I, I wonder if we could get a larger snake and test a stun no. gun on it nah. to see if it works. Nah. Gosh, mm. I don't know. Mm. Well, then you better be ready to do it the way that guy did it. Hands on. You've got, you can't hesitate. Go with the head. Yeah. Hold the snake and control the snake. Yeah. Okay. I Actually, mean, I think sure. that guy probably would have been dead. Probably. I don't know. He looked like he knows what he's doing, but had he not had people there with him. Yeah, because it was like coiling yeah, around him. Even though he grabbed that thing's head, it coiled around him. And I think had that thing been able to keep coiling, you yeah. know, it would have choked that guy out. Yeah, I do too. That's why I think people are nuts to allow snakes, like big snakes in their house. Yes. I mean, what happens if it gets out and then you're like just sleeping away at night? I had a friend that had a large snake like that. Mm -hmm. And he said that somebody that like he was talking to at a pet store or something that knows snakes he was asking about his behavior, and he was told that the snake was figuring out how to eat him. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, that's why the snake was doing what it was doing. It was, huh. like, looking for the right way and time right to opportunity. attack. Yeah. Okay. So, See? You guys with snakes, you are nuts. Yeah, don't have... You shouldn't have no. snakes, especially snakes that big. But, I listen, agree. Florida, why do you even have snakes that big? 
19 feet. I also don't understand how these reptiles are getting so huge in Florida. It just makes me nervous. It makes about me nervous. going there. Yeah. Same. Y'all got to get that under control. I feel like if the snake could just attack the gators, we could take out some of them gators. I don't know. Hey, listen, if they are that big, <laughs> y'all got to get rid of them. That's all I'm saying because us Kansans are going to start finding other places to vacation. Yeah. So, but while we were thinking about like how you might not want to go to Florida unless you're okay with getting eaten by an alligator or a boa constrictor, that we we were looking at places like not to go and Andrea actually discovered there are real places on earth yeah that you are banned from going to tell us a little bit about that yeah like totally forbidden to go actually like punish some of them were punishable by fines yes some of them were punishable by jail yep and one place was even punishable by death yeah so uh this first place actually is in brazil and um, how do you say that ilha da quimada grande that's what i'm saying that's exactly how i'd say that um but yeah that place is punishable by death and it is a snake island they said that that's that island has like over 2500 types of snakes or something 2500 snakes on it and it's just full of all kinds of venomous snakes like you name it that snake's on there and so pretty much you're dead if you even try to go to that island so i wonder on this island because i was looking at some of these earlier and now that i'm looking at this i'm wondering if it's not actually illegal to go there mm-hmm. but you're gonna die if you do yeah or if it's like a snake habitat that is illegal to go mm-hmm. there but when it says that the cost of penalty for visiting is death possibly yeah maybe it's because the snakes will kill you because they are sick of humans visiting you know they're like cranky yeah. snakes yeah I'm pretty sure that I get that way sometimes. I'm pretty I'm sure tired of visitors. Oh, and so I can so I can like, relate. I can understand. Put some like, venom out. I'm like, listen, <laughs> give the snakes their space. Andrea, get the venom out. Get, yep, give yep. the snakes their space. But no, seriously, no, maybe do, it's just the snakes that kill you if you visit. Well, I think that like the likelihood of you surviving, even if you got on there, is not good. But I'm pretty sure it's forbidden to go there because all these were like forbidden. forbidden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the other yeah, one? Yeah, so this one's actually in the U.S., which is so Crazy. Nuts. South Carolina. Yeah, There's South a place Carolina. in South Carolina. It's called Morgan Island. You um, cannot visit. No, and it is actually a home for monkeys, like a monkey in habitat. And I think um, right now there's thousands of monkeys, but there was six shipments of monkeys that came over there in 1979 by like a um, facility that was just trying to inhabit them and see how they lived and now you cannot stop on that island but they do say that you can actually take like a boat tour and they'll tour you like around the island and you can see the monkeys and watch them playing and on the beach but that you are not allowed to actually touch foot on that island at all you know i had no idea that we had anywhere in the u.s i didn't either that was even a habitat that monkeys could live on naturally you know i understand zoos and stuff but like naturally yeah and that's i do like monkeys i like monkeys too i don't know how i feel about them owning land that we can't even visit yeah true but 
you know but yeah, what? isn't that crazy? That is literally. It says like, the cost for visiting is only up to five thousand dollars. So if you were mm. a rich person that was kind of like you don't Feeling like brave, and you don't like rules, because when I'm told I cannot go to these places, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I kind of want to go. You're a rule breaker. Yeah, I kind of want to get. Do you want to go with the snakes? I kind of want to a little bit. I would <gasps> be do. afraid if they'd be mm. overhead, but I wouldn't mind getting like snake boots. Snake boots. Yeah, so okay. they come up nice and high to the knees where like if they bite, you know, you don't, they can't okay. get through the, the leather. Just to step foot on the island and say I did. Wow. But like this Not here, 5000 bucks to go see some monkeys in South Carolina. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I bet they're not people, very friendly though. I've seen they're people not, spend like, more used money than that around. for like Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, true. And I would rather go see monkeys. Yeah, I could want on an island. Than I a do kind of want to go on a boat tour, like around there and just watch them for a while. That would be fun. I we've had try. some. We've we had will. some little monkeys, um, like on vacation, hop around us, and they're fun. Mm-hmm. But they're very people friendly. So I have a feeling that these monkeys these would, are not. They might be like gang posse. They monkey might be. Posse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I will see if we can get you one of these days to Morgan Island, Excellent. legally, to look at monkeys from a boat. Okay. Next. Where All are right. we? Oh, India. Yeah, next we're in India, and this is North Centennial Island. Um, it is actually a area with indigenous Indians, and because there are so few of them, they don't allow people in and out, and it's mainly just because they are not exposed to the things we're exposed to, sicknesses and stuff. So, um they we they don't allow people to go in there but they say people have tried to go in there and like help them and provide aid and some of that and that the indians have shot them in the back with the arrows so the cost of penalty for visiting north sentinel island in india is arrows in your back yeah uh, yeah sounds rough a pretty dumb so, place to visit if you ask me yeah maybe don't we do should just leave those indians alone let them let, yes yep give them their space they're like the snakes just yeah. give them their space. That's right. That's we right. got another place yeah. in New York, another place in the U.S. you yeah. are forbidden to visit. Yep. Now, this place, the cost of penalty is only 250 bucks or 15 days in jail. Yeah, which does kind of make you tempted a little, but um, it's called North Brother Island, and it is um, just right off New York. And this place was actually um, a place where they had a hospital at one point, and um, they would actually house, like, in the 1800s, people who got smallpox and who got really bad sicknesses. They would put them over there on this island, and then eventually they just... I don't know, I guess it fizzled out and they didn't really need the island. But now it's just overtaken by everything and um, it's really hard to get to and they don't let you visit it. So Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It's only a $250 fine. Something yeah, I knew tells you were going to say that. A lot of people try. That a lot of people probably do it. Yeah. With all the problems going on in New York right now, my guess is... I mean, you never know. New York, I think, is a crazy place. But my guess is they're probably not really... um, They probably don't have a police force over here tracking this $250 fines. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't that interesting that they say that if you're in the right spot, you can actually see bits and pieces of the old um, hospital. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I would not mind going someday. We should try this. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Again, we could maybe take like a boat or something to... No, it's on land peek at it from oh north brother island yeah you're right we'd have to take a boat there peek at it from something like uh you know with binoculars but i don't know if we're gonna see the monkeys we're gonna go see north brother island i feel like there might be venomous snakes on that island also and lab maybe alligators 
hey, it's only 15 days in jail. <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> That'd be fun if we went to jail together. Oh, yeah, you think they'd let us stay? Could we get a room together? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they might. All our, our offense was just going to this island. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, guys, listen, there are a couple of places you have got to mark off of your vacation list. You yeah. just cannot go. Yeah. If you get a minute and you want some good entertainment, there's actually several more in the U.S. and there's a lot outside of the U.S. But um, some of them are just like really unique places like the Coca-Cola recipe, the vault that holds that in Atlanta. Yeah, you can't there's go. a fine for going. I don't know how they can make that illegal, but they did. It's illegal to go yeah. to the Coca-Cola vault. Uh, I think the fine for being in the presence of the vault was like a thousand dollars. Yeah, I can't. Something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But yeah, there's several, and they're very and entertaining Coca-Cola to look at. And is terrible. Like, who gives a rip? Oh, well. About their taste or their their recipe. It's one of the grossest, most disgusting drinks. That I there think you're ever gonna have some fighters on this so one. I know some people who why love Coca-Cola. even you know. I, it's, it's original drink though. Oh. Well, it's a big deal. The fact that it's been originally horrible for over a hundred years, who cares? That you don't need a vault for that. Yeah. And why it's illegal? You got me. You couldn't pay me a thousand dollars to want to go figure out the recipe, let alone find me for accidentally showing up in the area huh. that it's at. Huh, we're not going to pay him to find that out, but no. he will pay you if he can, you know, step on Foot Island. Yes, or on Snake, Snake Island. Island. <laughs> Set foot on Snake Island. Yeah. Yes. So, All right. how about so, that? So, yeah, if you get time and you want some good entertainment, Google that. It was fun. All right. We're going to talk about, uh, you wanted to talk about a wedding that we were at this weekend. I did, now, yeah. Why you, there are two things you want to talk about the wedding. Why do you want to talk about a wedding we were at this weekend? I did. Well, it was actually one of the most unique weddings that we've ever showed up to. Um, do you want to share what we showed up in or do you want me to? You can tell them. Okay. Well, first of all, I should tell you that the bride loves Christmas. Like one of her favorite things in the whole wide world is Christmas. Um, and so during the wedding rehearsal, she had jokingly told Joplin that she really wanted him to show up. She really wasn't joking, but um, in his suit, cause he has a Christmas suit and mm-hmm. it's like full out Christmas suit. And um, so he came home, put some thought to it. And he and I actually both showed up in our full out Christmas attire. I had the Grinch on and he had his Christmas suit on and we surprised her and she absolutely loved it. And it was probably um, one of the most memorable wedding moments I will ever have for my whole life is us it was fun. showing up, driving down the street in um, September and full out Christmas attire to get to this place. And, uh, and it was pretty warm. It was like 90 degrees uh-huh. outside. Yep. And yep. Andrew's got the full on Grinch suit. Of course. I'm dressed up in the full suit. I didn't Santa do the hat. face because I needed to like actually change clothes and be there for uh, normal wear. But... And we did like a reveal where yes. um, she, her wedding party and her photographer had her have her back to us. Yeah, like, and, but they didn't, she didn't know it was us. Yeah, she, she didn't actually know it was thought us. it was her and husband. They, they, they told her that there was a special guest. Yeah. And so we came and then they had her turn around that way they could get pictures of her when she saw us. Yeah. It was fun. And I was was actually the one performing the ceremony. So I was, I was the officiant of the ceremony. Yes. And so, you know, it was 20 minutes before wedding time. There I am in a Christmas suit, but 
Yeah. I brought a change of clothing so that I could wear what I was supposed to be wearing at the actual Correct. wedding. Yes, yeah. yes. But if you know me, I love Christmas as much as anything also. So her and I are like tight on that bond. And it was pretty cool, pretty fun to do something fun like that. But one other thing that was really cool was during the wedding ceremony, you said to the bride and the groom, nothing that is awesome is easy. And mm -hmm. I just loved that statement. And I thought it would be, I don't know, a good topic to talk about for a second, because in life, nothing that is awesome is easy. Everything we, we want and we have goals of, it's hard. And so um, there's a lot of wisdom in that statement. And I really, really thought that was awesome. Wow, I am a wise man. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, so, yep. No, listen, that's actually the first time I've ever said that at a wedding. It, it was is. part of the charge at the beginning of the wedding. And the first thing that I was charging them to just know is like that marriage is awesome. It's awesome. It's one of the greatest institutes on earth. It's, it's one of the greatest uh, things in all of God's design. And it's awesome. And I talked about that a little bit. And then the second thing was, but nothing that's awesome is easy. Yep. And, uh, you know, went on to just challenge them to be prepared for the difficulties of life. Um, but know that it's worth fighting for. So that's where that came from. And yep. we're going to kind of wrap up today's podcast with our thoughts on, on the truth behind that, that nothing that is awesome is easy. Yeah. And I would argue that part of what makes anything awesome is the work that goes into it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's the reward of working hard. Yeah. And then seeing the success later on the back end of your hard work and your dedication. And so, yeah. um, I think the reason that it just, I love to apply to marriage. Cause like you said, you had never said that in the wedding charges before. And so I actually wrote it down and I just thought about how it applies to everything, whether yeah. it's, you know, your family, your kids, whether it's your job, whether it's, you know, friendships, it's, it applies to everything, everything. Um, and life does take work and the work is what is the rewarding part because in the end if you work hard enough it is awesome so yeah. yeah yeah totally and so yeah i want to challenge our listeners um to know that you might have big goals you and, and you should have big goals mm -hmm. and and you should have great expectations for your lives, great expectations for your careers, your marriages, um, your families. You should have great expectations and you should want your story to be awesome. But listen, it's not easy. You've got to put in the work. You've got to stay faithful when it's hard. You've got to, you've got to do the small things. Uh, you've got to be committed to your role, your part. Um, husbands love your wives. That's a command. Yeah. Not when you feel like it. Not when she, you know, has been really respectful and made you feel all special all week long. Right. But whether she has or whether she hasn't, whether you're exhausted or whether you're not, go home and love your wife. It's a it's a command. It's not a feeling. It's a command. Love her. And uh, wives, honor your husbands and respect them and um, yield to them as as to the you know as the church yields to christ in all things and again that that's not always easy it's not always easy sometimes it's hard but you got to know your part and you got to be willing to be committed to it yeah. and when you are 
there are moments and there are seasons where it is awesome and you look it back on it all and you're like wow what it took to get here was a lot of work yep but it's awesome yep agree so i would so the question is then am i awesome of course okay so if nothing that is awesome is easy, what's so hard about me? What What is not easy about me? You want to do this? Let's do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, for starters, um, I was exercising yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I like to try to exercise when I do for like 30 minutes. You know, you got to keep that heart rate up for 30 minutes. And uh, I was only at like 22. So after my long walk, I decided to come home and I was going to do some extra steps at our house. And Joplin comes around the corner and decides he's going to record it. And It so, was worth recording. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. And so, I mean, like there's difficult moments. Folks, look at the size of this podcast room we're in. She was doing laps around this room. I mean, like it, 15 steps a piece. And she, it's and a I'm, lot and, easier when no and, one's home because nobody cares. And she looked at her. It was also funny. She looked at her watch. Like, I, I didn't ask her, but it was like, maybe it's a certain amount of time that she's supposed to be walking. Maybe mm. there's a certain amount of steps that she's See, wanting to we're walk. we're talking about. We're maybe having to work through some difficult moments. she's wanting to walk. But I'm thinking she was outside. She went on a walk for the purpose of this. She gets home and keeps mm-hmm. walking in this room here, just circles. Now, I did the stairs, and the stairs was when you followed me, and I decided I, I did was, come and get. No, I just, no longer going to exercise near him. It needed to be documented. It well, was just I don't know. quite something. Difficult moments, folks. Difficult moments. I still got my exercise in, though. No, huh. in all seriousness, so you are awesome. Sometimes we have to work through things, but you're pretty awesome. Yeah. He said, yeah. yeah. You're, you're awesome too. But I would say, you know, it has been pretty easy being married to you. Oh, well. But awesome. marriage itself has, you know, has taken work. And it's so um, I think when I say anything that's awesome is also difficult, um, I, I mean more like, uh, you know, um not you oh okay (laughs) haha no in all seriousness there's always difficulties in everything but it's worth it so so be committed to what's awesome folks yep be committed committed to to it put in the work yep and know it's worth the work it is work yeah for sure well, shout it out to Joseph and Aubrey. Congrats, guys. Thanks yes. for letting us uh, make the appearance of a lifetime at a wedding. So it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, you guys are going to be awesome. We're, we're honored to be part of your wedding. Yes, we are. Um, hey, before we leave, this is the last podcast before the legendary Frisbee Golf Championship. It's happening in Derby on October 14th. This is the only fundraiser that we do annually for Extra Mile Missions. Yep. It's a ton of fun. It's meant to be family friendly, no alcohol, no cussing. We want kids to be able to come and play. Yes. Husbands, wives, dads and sons, moms and daughters, grandpas, grandmas, it doesn't matter. Anybody can play. If you can throw a frisbee, you can play. That's right. It's meant to be a lot of fun. Uh, We've had some awesome sponsors that have stepped up and sponsored the event this year. Thank you to all yes, of them. Yes, have. And um, 25 bucks is the cost now to get in. Yep. That includes your lunch. We're having Chick-fil-A for lunch. 
And so you get to be in the tournament. We've got prizes for first and second and third place finishers. Yes, we do. We have a prize for the last place finisher. They get legendary loser t-shirts. It's going to be fun. It's a big deal. It's going to be epic. It's going to be legendary. It is going to be legendary. Uh, You can sign up at extramilemissions.org. That's our website. Sign up there. Register now. You can pay at the event when you show up on October 14th. But this is our last opportunity to talk about on our podcast. And so if you're listening to this between now and October 14th, 2023, come join us if you're going to be in Derby. It's going to be an awesome day. Good tournament for a good cause. That's right. We'd love to have you there. This will do it till next time. Guys, next time we're going to be talking about UFOs. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about UFOs, aliens, if there is such a thing. Can't wait. Can't wait. Next month. Won't want to miss this. Yeah. So join us next month. Until then, God bless you all, and we'll t- we'll see you next month.